And we're back. Welcome to Instructions Not Included with Jeff and Tori. I feel like every time we finally record back to back, we get hit with some new sickness and then we end up going on a break. Yeah. Um, parents can appreciate this, but when you have, what was it, the flu? No, not the flu. We had a stomach a cold, bug. A cold, a stomach bub, bug. bug. That uh, triggered reflux reflux and then a development where he wasn't able to sleep so now we're here yeah so we i don't think we've overcome everything because i myself am still sick and now we have to get into like sleep we had the in-laws visiting your parents so it's been crazy yeah so we're navigating through it so now that things have calmed down a little bit even though you're going to be leaving me for miami tomorrow to miami um we figured let's make sure we get this episode out because no matter what hurdles we come across, we are both super committed to keeping these conversations going. So I Absolutely. hope that's just motivation for anyone who may also be listening to this that, you know, whenever you are starting something new, it's so easy to just quit because things just didn't go your way. But parenthood is definitely humbling us in our endeavors and just like our everyday life so yeah and i think that um as much as we want to keep this consistent we life happens but we still want to come on and 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 talk and i think we have a great topic today which is self-care in hustle culture so you know all these instagram terms now like soft girl era um, how like slow mornings are being like romanticized now. I feel like this topic is relevant because I feel like people our age are slowly starting to realize that like hustle and bustle is actually just not sustainable. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the from a male perspective, self-care was looked at as something only women do, but I feel like more men are more aware of the different types of self-care that you could do for yourself also. That's why we want to talk about too, just like expanding what self-care even means. Um, because yeah, like I feel like because of, you know, this whole like patriarchy, like society, it's like men should not even think about self-care because it's like a female thing, whatever. Yeah, it's like, I remember when I really wasn't educated on what self-care really means, I thought it was getting your nails done, getting well, going we'll to the spa. we'll talk about that, right? Yeah, so uh, it's just an interesting highlight into what yeah. other different perspectives are. Yeah, and so um, the other thing is, too, is because becoming parents has really forced us to also slow down and just reassess what's truly important um and so this topic is also just super relevant to like just our current you know struggles um and also the fact that i did read the other day that about 20 percent of millennials now i don't know where that population group came from um, would prefer to take a pay cut over a more balanced work life work life um yeah sorry so you know 
I know that's probably not taking into consideration a lot of people who may have recently like lost their jobs or know that they have to stay in a job um, in order to even make ends meet. So, you know, we definitely want to be sensitive to the fact that a lot of the conversation we're going to be having is more from our kind of privileged lifestyles um, and also just like our, I guess, line of work and kind of just our own perspective. So we definitely don't want to offend anyone or think that um, one type of career is more important than others. So, but mm-hmm. we really just want to kind of shed light on how maybe we can even, again, expanding what self-care means even in the lives of people who are super, super busy and they can't necessarily take that like spa vacation. Yeah, Absolutely. But um, before we even go into that, like what is like you were talking about, like what was your definition of self-care? Like as a 20, 30 something year old, you know, heterosexual male, like self-care, I feel like that term just started to like come up in our, like once we started getting older. Our generation. Yeah. Yeah. So like what was your view on that? Honestly, I looked at it as kind of a negative thing uh, from my perspective. I thought it was something that only women did. And what I was alluding to earlier, it's just getting pampered, having a spa day, getting your nails done, getting um, your mind in a right place. And then to me, I was like, if your mind's not in a right place, you're, you're being weak, you're showing weakness. And that's just not what strong entrepreneurs do. So I never thought I needed self-care until I got older, got educated and realized what a good reset can do to you physically and mentally to perform better. So what is like, if you could define self-care in like a very brief way, like what would you say it is? I would say just going back to what I was saying, like a reset, you're literally taking the time to take your foot off the pedal, reflect on your accomplishments, reflect on your like worries and just taking a step back. And then in that moment, being able to know what you need to get yourself to 100% so you can perform because at times we're not always going to be 100%. We're going to be 50%. We're going to be 70%, 80%. So 0%. 0%, uh, especially when you have life, work, parenthood, whatever the case may be. So it's just constantly being aware of when is the time for me to care more about myself so I can be more productive in other areas of my life. So what about like hustle culture? How would you define hustle culture? especially from like your entrepreneurial background? So for me, hustle culture was what was glorified back when I started my first business in 2016. That was like the more hours you put in, the more successful you were, the more busy you looked, the more powerful and uh, great you looked to your peers. And then over time, I think it became toxic in a way because the smartest businessmen, the smartest people in the world, they are more efficient with their time. They're not, Mm -hmm. they're trying to find ways to, they're trying to find ways to spend less time working, but being more 
productive and uh, with their time. So that kind of transformation happened for me the more time I spent in entrepreneurship. But I feel like there's some entrepreneurs who are still caught up in the I need to be doing something 24 seven and not realizing that there's a better way to go about it. Or like the whole like every phrase, like the grind, like back to the grind, Mm -hmm. like exactly what you said. I feel like from the perspective of our parents and like our grandparents who always had to work for the purpose of like literally surviving, I feel like it became something that was ingrained in us as a measure of like how successful you are how productive um how like driven and motivated you are because i know that's something that you and i tend to have conversations on which is for me to remind you that just because you're resting Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean or just because you may choose to reduce i don't know this the the focus on a certain thing and take time for you know our family time our personal time that it doesn't mean that you're this person who no longer is driven and motivated with your goals right because i feel like i always tell you like just because you take a rest day today it doesn't mean that your vision that you have for the future is gone automatically absolutely and that was just something i struggled with for such a long time because of i guess the way society views success. So that that was something from an entrepreneurial perspective I had to kind of get over. But for you as someone who worked a nine to five, who is now a mother, who has her own interests and, and responsibilities, how did you view hustle culture in that regard? I think it's just like, you know, there's such a balance between the romanticized morning routine like you see on instagram where it's like get ready with me and people are like up at 5 a or like 4 a.m sometimes they like every day apparently take their vitamins like journal right away in the morning meditate meditate and sometimes that just doesn't happen like no matter how intentional you are about it especially right now like when our baby doesn't necessarily wake up like as consistently at a specific time it's just really hard so like for maternity leave you know the itch to have to clean the house Mm. get back to work um focus on like trying not to fall off of like real estate and social media those are all thoughts in my head that are because of hustle culture that made me feel like I'm a horrible mom for not being able to like do stuff while I'm on maternity leave like I felt guilty for just existing as a mom recovering from not just a major surgery but just like a major life change and I feel like that's something that was a major point of contention for us because I was just like almost resentful i don't want to use resentful but i was almost jealous of the fact that like you could work Mm -hmm. but then at the same time i enjoyed holding easton like contact naps like i'll never get those you know back that time back again but to me hustle culture was just like always having a long to-do list being able to check everything off no matter how like 
it doesn't necessarily move the needle, but it's just like a task that you're able to do. Um, and just wanting to be like the super mom and realizing that the term super mom, I think, exists because unfortunately, because of this society, moms have been kind of forced to do everything right from yeah, like take care be. of the house the baby like working like they're a working super mom and it's just like that term shouldn't to me as an unpopular opinion i feel like that term is almost like a backhanded compliment because it's just like yeah but as a mom i don't necessarily want to always be on the go 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 i mm -hmm. want to also just be able to slow down and enjoy this time of raising my family yeah and there's a lot of value in just having your own personal time just sitting enjoying coffee sitting and just like having fun with your kids with your, your partner and that's yeah. just not prioritized when you're just always on the go do you feel that comparisons played a role yeah. when looking at like other mothers or your own mother yeah so i think like the best thing that fret multiple people advise was to watch the bluey episode of baby race baby race and Shout out bluey. to watch it because it was such a great reminder to moms or just parents in general that like yeah. not just because you think someone actually has their their stuff together either one they just have more experience than you two they may actually not have their shit together or three it's just like you are just not in the same you two may it looks you know you guys are parents you guys are the same age whatever but at the end of the day not everyone is going to have the same circumstances that, as you and you may think that you like their life but then you don't know the full picture yeah i mean when um, you compare with other people you can't just pick and choose certain yeah. aspects you have to take their whole lives into consideration and also just like speaking of my mom she you know she had that conversation with us because you and i are trying to you know we, we you know my mom my mom and both my my both my mom and my dad were over but unfortunately you know we had this whole plan of like we're going to get ahead in our our social media posts we're going to get ahead with our podcast we're going to go on like all of these dates together while they're here but unfortunately because of like everyone getting sick my parents just like not like needing more time to understand how to take care of easton which i respect we just ended up you know not being able to do everything and, and so and that's life yeah. and that's part of like adjusting to hustle culture like even though you don't do what you're supposed mm -hmm. to do you can't be so hard on yourself yeah. on it so that's why it was to me it was just like you know you know should i take on more patients because they're here or do i enjoy my time with them and so it's just like there's always this like binary view of like you can't have one like you can't have one and not compromise the other yeah and i think sense. now a lot of people are realizing that the compromise that our the people, you know, our parents before us or like older siblings that, you know, they chose working over family. A lot of times it wasn't because there was a choice, but for the people that do have a choice, right? Like we have, we know people who are working like 80 plus hours a week, but like they're making so much money. So it's like, why are you working so much and not having your, like not having the balance of enjoying your personal life? But all to say, when mom was over, she said, you know, I never thought about, okay, oh, because we were talking about, like, 
friends and going out with friends mm-hmm. and not being able to and she was just like you know i never thought about that i never when like when when i was growing up she never thought about like oh am i seeing my friends enough like are we uh me and dad yeah. are, are, are we going on enough dates like she said she never even it never even crossed her mind which is crazy because that's like so important to our generation yeah the millennials who like value experiences so i can't imagine what being on that hamster wheel is like without having well like, it's because you were given an opportunity to not be on that yeah and that's to, what our parents yeah. sacrificed to give us a better life so now we're having that better life and have to pass that on to our children to make it to to kind of show exactly like what you were saying to show that you can still be quote successful in the way that you want and yes there may be moments of sacrifice but it doesn't have to always be one or the other type Mm -hmm. of thing but like um what do you call it so the fact that like you know for us we just again it's coming from a really privileged point of view that we're trying to bat like i think a lot of the anxiety that comes from me is the about trying to balance everything which is like okay i need to actually like work out and here we are how many months away from spartan race and i can like i'm just it's just impossible for me right now um you know trying to keep the house clean trying to like maintain friendships trying to have our dates like when easton's in school trying to keep up with like counseling and like all our social media and it's just like the anxiety of like quote not doing enough is what makes me feel the the mom guilt sometimes adulthood is very hard i feel like when you're in your 20s you're just starting out and you don't have as many responsibilities as you do in adulthood and if you really want to have a balanced lifestyle with family friends work your pa- your child your hobbies it requires a lot of effort like a lot of people may be doing very well in one aspect mm-hmm. let's call it work but then things at home aren't as great and they never get the time to do what they want to do so it's like are you are you really being successful yeah and that's what kind of is difficult about hustle culture because you want to do everything or you want to do one thing Mm -hmm. and it just kind of gets diluted in life but for me i definitely know that the what you remind me all the time is like i can't put my like at this point it's not even about like trying to fit in a bathing suit or like usually before i'd be like oh like we're going on vacation so i have to like lose weight now it's just like i don't want to die like in a you know as morbid as that sounds like i don't want to die early and like Mm -hmm. stress is a silent killer um and i just feel like there's a lot of people that um maybe they're not like close friends but acquaintances like i i remember this one girl that um i went to like costa rica with Mm -hmm. She, she like i stopped talking to her for i don't even know how long i didn't hear from her for for a while and when we finally caught up she told me she had a stroke she was like 30 we were like 30 something at the time and she's an attorney i want to say and she had a stroke and it was because of this like stress that she had whether it was because of her career like millennials i feel like are kind of you know like the whole people pleaser mentality of Mm -hmm. like oh yeah like this is beyond my pay grade but i'm still gonna do it because i don't want to disappoint my boss type of thing um so i think it was like that it's the matter of like trying she lived in brooklyn at the time so probably like just making sure she can 
you know, pay for her lifestyle, all this stuff. But when she like told me that she had a stroke, I was just like, usually you have a stroke when you're in like your 60s or 70s. And it's just like to hear, you know, one, she was like not overweight. She like, you know what I mean? It's just Mm -hmm. like you, you wouldn't expect a person that looked like herself to experience that severe of a health issue yeah definitely. and she was bedridden for a while and it's just like so it's just as a reminder to like all of us that the number one thing is our health and it's just like sure self-care as far as like spas or like you know i don't know like the aesthetic stuff you know like the facials this and that like those are great if you can afford them and yes like i would love to be able to have those things more frequently but it's important to note that self-care comes in so many different forms that it's really important for you to know what you need in order to be able to fill, fulfill that right yeah i think it ultimately comes comes down to just knowing how to slow down mm-hmm. and as as easy as that sounds a lot of people don't I think with like work, everything that's going on in life, there's it's there's always something to do. If you mm-hmm. accomplish one thing, there's another accomplishment to be done. If you finish one thing, there's another task to be done. So it's just a never-ending process. So you have to kind of accept the fact that things are always going to be there and it's important to know when to slow down and reset. I just think we don't know how to prioritize sometimes. Like it's a the, matter of prioritization yeah, the priority as well. is like unfortunately right the priority is always going to be work but you know there's some people like myself who work from home and when I first started working from home I remember I like I didn't know how to like turn it off Mm -hmm. it'd be like oh I still have pending letters let me just keep going and I just would finish working at like seven do notes like then maybe finish at like nine and when was this when we were living in West Orange okay so a couple years ago yeah so it's just like sometimes the priority, the priorities are in balance. Mm-hmm. And it's just like even just taking even stuff like not going on your phone right away. That's yeah. considered self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, journaling or like therapy, self-care, um, walking in the morning, like literally getting sunshine in the morning, self-care. Yeah. Like. These are all things, well, other than therapy, obviously, which is super expensive. Um, There's so many things that are considered self-care that people don't realize it's actually free. And I think people, one of the best pieces of advice that I got that I received um, from an entrepreneur was meditation doesn't have to be like you're in a dark room and you're quiet and you're just like got sound baths or whatever the case may be. Which is pretty funny. Sound baths are a lot of fun. I introduced Jeff to um, sound baths um, because I took him to yoga, but it was like a very, very slow yoga. But little did we know that it, well, no, I did know. Never mind. I lied. I did know that the last 15 minutes was going to be a sound bath. Now, Jeff has never done yoga per se in Mm. a studio, let alone like done a sound bath before. And it was amazing. It like, right? Like, can you share like what you heard or felt during that? And oh, sound bath, by the way, is for anyone who doesn't know. Um, it's basically somebody who like in a yoga studio setting or what have you, basically like we'll have these crystal ball uh, bowls and 
you know, kind of like in Miss Congeniality where she like makes the sound right mm-hmm. from the rim of With the glass. The, uh, glasses. Um, you know, there's like a, a, Great movie. a little like drum tool thing that you can make this music. And basically it, it causes like all these like, you know, the sound molecules in the air to like all vibrate in a specific way that is such a meditative um, experience because it is so loud that you have no choice but to Just listen focus to on it. the sound so yeah I'm for yoga um i'm an aspiring yogi apparently uh is one form of self-care and we know tell me tell them about like your experience with the sound yeah so i'm getting to it so I chose to go to yoga with you and you didn't force me just because I needed self-care for my body. I'm getting older. Everything is sore the minute I wake up and I know how important like movement is. So I don't want to try yoga. And then the sound bath just gave me a whole nother world of experience that I've just never felt before. Like to just lay there in silence and all of a sudden they're doing the sound bowls and it just like the way that it affects your minds it just sounded like the like if if someone was just picture this like someone like using their finger to like go around like the circular rim of a glass so when someone does that with a sound bath bowl it basically like if you have your eyes closed you can basically see sound in a circular motion yeah. right like you when you close your eyes you don't hear your to-do list you don't see like what you need to do after class there's no like a fight that you had in your head like everything disappeared I, I would call it forced meditation and i think and i say that in a good way because i think a lot of people are unable i myself included to just like like the voice in your head to turn off like i have a voice in my head 24 7 mm-hmm. and it's very difficult for me to focus because i'm thinking about five or six seven things with the sound bath that uh, kind of forced me to just like listen to the sound and give me mental clarity. But the point is what what I got into this whole conversation to begin with was meditation just doesn't have to be that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The advice I got from an entrepreneur was to just be able to be present with your thoughts, Mm -hmm. like literally just sitting like, oh man, um, it, uh, it's kind of chilly outside the birds are chirping and it's just like i'm not thinking about anything else other than what's going what's on in front of me and i think people don't have it's a lot more difficult than people mm-hmm. think just because we're always on the go and we're always moving and that's just hustle culture yeah so exactly so like for us i feel like the goal for meditation because i feel like our brains are just so tired all the time and it's like the only time my brain turns off is like when i go to sleep and some people don't even get that i'm I'm the opposite when i try to go to sleep that's where all the voices come out and that's a little more difficult and i think a lot of people who can relate to that who may not even say it sleeping may be an issue and that's just something that meditation can kind of help with yeah i mean i wish i just feel like i don't know how to sleep anymore i think i never really slept normal well i haven't slept normal in six months shout out easton (laughs) but um but otherwise it's just you know the stuff when it comes to just being parents and knowing that you want to spend time with easton as much as you can like what are some of the things that you're implementing now 
to be able to spend less time, like less tedious time on what are you implementing now to reduce the time you're spending on tedious tasks? So what's taken me a couple of years to really implement, uh, which I'm finally starting to do is time blocking. I've been told by so many people to do it, and I always thought it was so dumb. Including your wife. Including you, just because I just didn't see a need for it. I feel like I was like, oh, I, I'll just do the things that I think are, are important. But when I time blocked, I realized that some of the things I'm doing weren't that important. Mm-hmm. So now I'm time blocking for my personal time so I have time in the morning that I can read I have time in the morning I can gym and if I miss that time unfortunately that's just uh, how it works I should have woke up earlier I should have gotten things done earlier and then at the end of the day I know when my work stops and I know when it's family time so that's been a great uh, change for me What, what about you what would you say you've implemented I don't know I don't have anything. Well, like, what am I implementing? What's my goal, right? The goal is to, um, for me, which is to try to at least get some sort of movement in. So if I can't work out in the morning because I start patients at 9.15, walking Easton has been like a good change because whether it's just walking him to school or like when we walk around, like the one time we walked with him sleeping it was after we picked him up we walked for like an hour yeah i think um it's a luxury if yeah. you live in the burbs and you're able to just walk like half hour every day which yeah. is kind of what we've been doing mm-hmm. now when we pick up easton from daycare it's such a great luxury to kind of mm-hmm. connect with each other get outside time for us for easton mm-hmm. and just enjoy our neighborhood and i think that a lot of people don't have that luxury Mm -hmm. so if you do and you aren't taking advantage of it i think it's a big uh mistake that you could do for your self-care yeah because that's the one thing i'm like okay well if i can't work out or i don't have the time to work out which yes i get it i can quote make the time and like other moms have said you know like don't worry about it like once baby's a little bit more consistent with routine it'll be a lot easier like some moms will tell me that they work out um will work out christine told me she'll go to like a class once the kids are asleep Mm -hmm. so that way she knows like you know her husband can take care of the kids and she can go to her class like guilt-free yeah um so for me right now it was like all right well this isn't happening so let me at least get a walk in so whether it's Um, in the morning so walking him in the morning was good because before I was like oh it's too cold I don't want to walk him but realistically 40 degrees here is still 40 40 in sunshine full sun yeah yeah. so it's been nice to just get um get him some sunshine to help with his circadian rhythm but it's also been nice to just get like that brisk breeze you know yeah it's always good to be outside get sunlight like i think both of us work from home and it's so easy to just be inside never leave the house john so like our one of our friends um always jokes with me because if i like send a text message in the afternoon like oh wow it's so warm outside today he'll be like ah welcome (laughs) welcome Welcome to the outside world um but it's true because especially like in our newborn um like bubble it was like 
we barely left the only time i'd go outside is like if we had a doctor's appointment if i had a doctor's appointment um because you would get the grocery pickup or like um he wouldn't be sleeping so i'd go for a walk but it just wasn't as much of it wasn't as it wasn't as part of our day as it is now to walk yeah. outside and the things have gotten a little easier now that he's older we went to an aquarium mm-hmm. we went to a garden so we're like being able to manage this new life with a newborn yeah, outside is also like spending time together yeah whether um because yeah so it's one of those things of like oh let me clean the house this weekend but it's i was just like no like I really want to take him to these gardens. Yeah, and I think one thing that we have implemented is our Wednesdays, our self-care Wednesdays. So uh, with the flexible schedules we have, we were both able to have Wednesdays off. Sometimes. Sometimes, but we're trying to push for it to always be off um, so that that's our time to connect, have dates. We were able to get omakase yesterday, which was amazing um and just like not have to rush to like worry about easton yeah which because, the worry never ends but because when your parents the weekends are no longer weekends the weekends are taking care of mm-hmm. your child full-time because now they're not in daycare so we wanted to make sure we still maintained our personal time for ourselves and and uh with each other like mm-hmm. some wednesdays i'll go play golf and mm-hmm. that'll be my personal time and then you'll just have the house to yourself which is also great self-care time so it's just that was our method of being able to create self-care time for ourselves so i think like the important thing to note or like what we would want people to like take away is like we know that like life as an adult is the responsibilities are never ending whether it's just you know trying to survive because bills and rent and you know everything inflation is just like ruining everyone's lives um there's still opportunity to just take even five minutes for yourself in the day yeah and people are gonna say like no i'm too busy no i i I got so many things going on but like you you have to make time for it. Yeah. Even the busiest of people have to make time for it just because it's just not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just parents because that's who we are. It's just single people as mm-hmm. well, single parents. Like everybody's going through it right now. But that doesn't mean you should like neglect yourself. Because yourself. Mm-hmm. that's the hardest part too where it's like, you know, what are we going to do? You're just going to enjoy your life once you're retired. So it's like one finding just whatever you think, like when we take the dogs outside and like you just, I just get like five minutes of sun. Like to me, that is something I wish we had in West Orange. I was like, wow, we get to have that now. Or like just being able to like not rush in the morning to when I wake up you know we like take care of easton it's just like being able to slow down is just the complete opposite of like what we grew up with but it's just like well for me and you i feel like that's our goal is to just be able to slow down enjoy life not feel this constant anxiety of like go 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 like i told you yesterday i just feel like we're on a constant time crunch all the time yeah so 
And it's just like if you're sitting, there's something you could yeah, be doing. Exactly. And so you're just like, uh, because I was getting anxious. I was getting anxious because I was like the one day we like were on top of like night routine. Dinner was already ready. I finished work early. There was nothing to clean. And I'm just like, uh, what do we do? Mm-hmm. And I just like remember feeling so anxious because I didn't have a note to write. I didn't have something to to clean bottles to clean we were just on it and instead of being able to be like ah let's relax it was like shit like what else should i be doing right now so that's when i realized that i really gotta check myself right now yeah so i hear you at the end of the day even five minutes of just quiet time sun time watching like your favorite show whatever again you can't pour out of an empty cup and at the end of the day there's so many people that are getting sick because they're putting work before themselves and what did they say it's like if you think working out is expensive like wait till you like wait till you have to like pay for like poor health yeah but anyway so at the end of the day slowing down is definitely our goal in life and you may think differently, but hustle culture, I feel like, is definitely on its way out. Like, I feel like Gen Z people are just like, nah, <laughs> I'm okay. I'll pass on that. Yeah. Which is something that, like, we've had to learn how to be like. Which is the beauty of millennials. You have the boomers who they are the hardworking class that just work, 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 and never thought about themselves. Then you have the Gen Zers who are kind of like, wait a minute, I don't want to work the rest of my life. There's so much in life that I want to experience. And then you have us millennials. Who are in between. Who are in between, who have the traits of both and are just like, I don't know what's right yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. So it's up to you to decide like what your goals are and what... How you can do self-care. and Yeah. Yeah, and just like take the blend of both and just make it work for you. Because I know, just to end, like let's say, let's give our, our best piece of advice, I guess, for self-care in the hustle culture world. For me... It's just really aligning your goals with the different aspects of your life. Like when I became an entrepreneur, my goal was to make as much money as I could. That was the only goal, make all all the money I can. And now that I've gone eight years into this, now now married uh, with a child, I want to make less money so I can have more time no you still want to make more money i want to make more money but kind Not of what you were saying expense. too people people are millennials are willing to take a 20 percent pay cut and that's because like if i could get more time for the things that i want to do for the people that uh i want to see it's worth it to yeah. take that goal of money making a step back to increase the livelihood of those other aspects of my life well so that's why just, i stayed at my job Because I was forced to because of furlough, but I haven't left because why, you know, luckily we're able to maintain Piper. Sorry. Luckily, we're able to maintain, you know, our our bills and stuff. But it's like, why am I going to go to another job to make X amount more money? And then I'm not going to have the same flexibility that we do now. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. But my advice would be to just speak up when you need help. Like, again, like self-care isn't just about like these physical things. Self-care is also just asking for help or being honest with yourself 
um, above all else. Like, you don't have, I don't think self-care is just about, again, the aesthetics, like, who cares, like, what you look like if you're internally suffering. So, yeah, asking for help is a skill. I think it's something that people aren't comfortable using or learning how to do just because hustle culture, culture shows you to be tough, be strong, and just keep pushing forward, put your head down. And that's kind of what our parents had to do. But that's just something they did to give us a different perspective. Yeah, and that we have a choice. So you have a choice every day of, you know, making sure you put yourself first. So otherwise we'll see you guys whenever it's going to be the next episode <laughs> the next hopefully. episode i'm not going to promise it's going to be next week um but let's keep designing our extraordinary, extraordinary lives, lives together, together. Bye. a little awkward bye, bye. <laughs>